Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, September 14th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got a look at Speaker Kevin McCarthy's relationship with who other than House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries. Number two, the latest on government funding. And number three, what happened at the Senate AI Summit? All right, Jake, let's get into it. We are leading Punchbowl News AM with an inside look on Hakeem Jeffries and Kevin McCarthy's relationship, in particular, the fact that over the August recess, the two had a conversation and it was not short. No, hour long. Uh, this is a conversation between McCarthy and Jeffries, as you said, as as McCarthy started barreling toward a sh- both a shutdown and an impeachment. You know, kind of amazing, uh, Anna, that they are about to do uh, both of those things simultaneously, impeach President Joe Biden um, and uh, uh, shut down the government for a frankly, a, what could be a while. Um, and basically what what Jeffries effectively said, and remember, McCarthy has worked a lot to build a relationship with Jeffries. He keeps him in the loop on everything. This is partially because he uh, doesn't like the way Pelosi treated him. Um, and, uh, you know, I think he, he wants to make, you know, these are two men who are basically uh, of not of the same age, but of the same generation. I think that's fair, right, Anna? These are two youngish men who have been um, in the house for a little bit, McCarthy longer than Jeffries. And uh, Jeffries basically cautioned McCarthy um, that Democrats won't be there with a lifeline for McCarthy if he impeaches the president, if he shuts down the government um, uh, following these hardliners demands. Now, the implications here, uh, Jeffries isn't going to go to India with McCarthy. McCarthy was planning to take a congressional delegation to India in early October. Now, if the government shut down, he ain't going to India. He's going to be right here in Washington in the Capitol. Um, and uh, government funding McCarthy, you know, will only back Jeffries rather will only back some of these uh, short ter- a short term bill if McCarthy is not, you know, loading it up with Republican priorities and motion to vacate. This is the big thing, Anna, because for a long time, the Democrats had signaled to us that they would rescue McCarthy or or help him. Be, stay speaker as long as he's doing something that they think is reasonable, meaning funding government. You know, if if he passed a short term CR absent all of these other dynamics and the right tried to take him out for passing a short term CR to keep the government open, uh, the, the, I would say Democrats would probably try to save him. Um, but none of those things are happening now that he's impeached Joe Biden or he's moving toward impeaching Joe Biden and he is uh, uh, about to shut down the government. So let's talk about the political dynamics now, Anna. What, what say you? Yeah, listen, I think it's really instructive to understand the dynamic between the two leaders of the House, right? And so as you know, I think really appropriately, McCarthy and former Speaker Nancy Pelosi had a very tenuous at best relationship. And so the fact that the two of them, despite McCarthy going, you know, full barrel down the impeachment road, despite the fact that he was going, you know, now it looks like the government's going to shut down, that they can still have these conversations, I think, internally is, is probably very good. I'm not sure it helps McCarthy's politics at all to have this conversation come out, right? I mean, he's trying to 
show showed conservatives and the Freedom Caucus that you know he has has their back, that he understands their needs. Certainly in the conference, that he's not going to go to Democrats for votes on things. Um, whether or not you know this matters, we'll see. But I do think it is an interesting dynamic, and certainly as things get a lot tenser, as we are only you know I think sixteen days from a, a shutdown, their relationship can only probably be a good thing when it comes to finding a way out of it you know the other thing i think that's absolutely right the other thing i think we should underline here um and we could talk about it in a minute maybe it's a good maybe it's a good uh transition is i i don't at this point sitting here september 14th nearly halfway through the month house will be out tomorrow afternoon um i don't know how they avoid a shutdown now will they shut it down i don't know but like we are we are damn close here to um, uh, kind of alarming territory. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning, which is government shutdown. Where are things, Jake? Tell us, tell us the the tell latest. Us all, yeah. So, okay, so here we are, uh, fifteen days out, sixteen days out until the shutdown, and um, we have a. Um, a really dire situation, very dire situation. So just to review, yesterday, yesterday, um, the House Republicans were supposed to pass a uh, rule for the De- Defense Department spending bill. A rule, as we all know, lets them bring a bill up, debate it, vote on it. Uh, they can't pass that rule. They just can't do it. They had one no vote in committee, Ralph Norman of South Carolina. They want top line numbers. The Freedom Caucus wants top line numbers. They want all this border stuff. And, you know, Late last night, wasn't that late, um, the um, a source who is a very uh, avid podcast listener um, uh, and I were on the phone uh, and said, uh, you know, and, and the Chip Roy has now begun to socialize a new plan with power brokers in the Freedom Caucus. This package would would include the Homeland Security defense spending bill alongside H.R. 2, a border security bill that has already Trump veto threat in May from um, the Biden administration. This is this would all this bill would also make um, some DHS funding um, contingent on the situation at the border. Okay, like what is going on here? What is going on here? We're 16 days from a shutdown. What are we talking about? The the the. Senate passed their DHS bill like 22 to 4 out of committee. Uh, this is like, like, what in the world are we talking about? Like, if this is your play on September 14th, you are done. Like, there is no there is no way they don't shut down the government if they if they're talking about H.R. 2 on a DHS and DOD spending bill on September 14th. We need to move like like the time for this kind of idiocy is is August or July. Like again, the Senate it would if if the House could pass this, which I don't know that they could if it gets together and McCarthy agrees. If the House could pass this, the Senate would look at this and be like like are these people on acid? Like seriously, the, the, again, the Senate passed their bipartisan homeland bill 24 to 4. They passed their defense bill 27 to 1. They're not going to look at a a 
House bill with H.R. 2 and all these things on the border and say, ah, they've got an idea. They're going to say, what are these people talking about here? Like, are they how unhinged are they from reality? So like, Anna, I don't know, man. I think this is a very, very dire situation here. I don't know, Anna. What do you think? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm too. Cl- I don't think it's possible that I'm too close to it. Uh, we're all no, in the no, capital every just, day. I, I can't get that exercise about anything, but I appreciate it before five a.m. Trust me, I've I've known you for a very long time. You can get exercise that exercise about some things. Maybe <laughs> not. Maybe true. maybe, maybe right not now. homeland. Maybe not homeland and Pentagon probes. But I've seen you exercise. That is true. That is true. All right. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think you make a really smart point here, which is the concept that uh, where the Freedom Caucus is and the conversations they're having is just outside of the the outside of reality. Right. And I think the problem for McCarthy is those folks, uh, you know, are central to him remaining in power. And not only remaining in power, but keeping the damn government open. I understand. But my point is that. He has to find a way forward, keeping them and 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 his right flank, you know, together, and you know, potentially touching the stove of the government shutdown to find is 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 a pressure point, right? Is a way to say, hey, we gotta like this didn't work out, right? You guys wanted to do government, you wanted to, to your point, do bills that are just not outside the realm of reality. I mean, I think the real question, and I we talked about this yesterday in the Brown Bag Lunch, and I think John Bresnahan uh, brought up a lot of historical context, which is super important that, you know, the last time, you know, the, when we think about government shutdowns, you think about Speaker John Boehner and the fact that there was, uh, you know, the fact that you had Mitch McConnell as the dealmaker. And Mitch McConnell's not, not only does he not have the kind of uh, sway that he once did, but certainly it's hard to see that he would be the leader that's going to get them out of this mess. And so I think that's what's actually like, you see these demands, which to your point are not going to happen. And, but you don't see, I don't see any way right now where the through line is for them to get out of this, right? And, and the other thing is McCarthy said yesterday during the House Republican conference meeting, there's another one this morning at 8.30. He said this morning, he was like, or yesterday morning rather, he said, you don't want to pass individual bills. You don't want to pass a CR and you don't want to pass an omnibus. So like, what would you like to do here? Like, what are we even talking about here? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, but like the difference is the Freedom Caucus can want to do a lot of things, but they, their job isn't to 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 actually lead. Their job is not to, you know, to to have to, you know, keep the government running. That really is not their job. Their job is to be the pressure point to try to move the House, you know, conference to the right. Yeah. And it's nine of like nine or 10 percent of the House. And they don't like they have this idea. Well, only if they stay strong, only if McCarthy stays strong, we could get the House, the Senate to do what we want them to do. And it's like we have now a decade plus of evidence that that doesn't work. So like, cool. Like what's going to happen is they're going to shut down the government. They're eventually going to open it. And the Freedom Caucus is like, well, if we just held it open, if we held it closed another three days, we'd be able to. It's like, dude, what are you talking about? 
talking about. I'm not advocating for a solution here, Anna. But what I am saying is based on our shared experience and Brez's experience and all of our reporters experience like that ain't going to work. Let's move on to the number three story of the morning because we're not going to solve this, this the dynamic in this morning's podcast. Uh, the third item of the morning is the AI forum. Andrew Desiderio has been reporting on this uh, for us. Really interesting look at um, not only what the Senate leadership is saying after the forum, but also the fact uh, that you had a qu- quite a few uh leaders in the tech world from you know Tesla CEO Elon Musk and Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg of course this was a closed door forum but you know kind of showcasing you know yes that the Senate's taking this issue seriously but also I think the thing that I I, I take away from this is just how far away we are from actual substantive policy gotta give Schumer some credit here um uh if this was a midweek or a late week, I guess, power matrix, I'd put them up and down. Although I guess we don't do we don't do that because Brez, Brez doesn't like that. Um, but like had all these guys in um, all these very senior folks in AI and tech and all those things and got, you know, got them all together. Now, senators weren't able to ask them questions and it wasn't open. So like not great. But um Interestingly enough, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk both made the case for government regulation. Uh, Musk talked to reporters afterwards. Uh, They kind of all, not all, but a bunch of them said that there needs to be an agency that would regulate AI and things like that, Um, just like the FAA, uh, which is under the Transportation Department. But, you know, uh, first step here, and um, both chambers are doing this, although I would say, just to bring it full circle, McCarthy, who has been big on this, I don't know that he's going to get much Democratic buy-in going forward. We shall see. Uh, very interesting and always interesting to see when when CEOs are asking for government regulation. Always makes me take a double take. Uh, not usually the uh, <laughs> they have the the posture uh, that industries take, but I think obviously it also signals the fact that. These companies and these and this industry is no longer the upstart uh, that it once was when oftentimes looking at Washington as uh, the enemy and not the kind of uh, a partner. So we will have to see how that turns out with that. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you like the Daily Pun, share it on social media. If you want to go deeper on any of these issues that we talk about here, you can sign up for our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.